welcome back to our podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss our latest insights into our self-improvement and productivity journey. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Yassin. I'm Elias, and let's dive right into this week's episode's topic, which is the second part of our series on cancer culture. If you haven't checked out the first part, I really recommend you to do that now. There you can see how the discussion developed. But now let's leave off right away with the topic that we already, yeah, spoiled in the last episode a bit. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah. another thing that just came to mind, and <laughs> which is a very gray area, or very, just very difficult Ooh, to tackle, very okay. mm-hmm. is, is that whole thing of... There are how to balance science and let's say objective truths Mm -hmm. and studies that have been done maybe. How to balance that and cultural differences between countries and people. Oh gosh, that topic is... I can tell you for sure that there are quite quite a few cultural differences and differences in perspective and mentalities. Yeah. you know, growing up Romanian, Turkish, and German, I've mm. seen them. And I know yes. that there are quite a few topics where it would just be impossible to kind of communicate mm. between the different cultures. Yeah. And that there are some I mean, things. We that are arguing from our Western perspective right now. Anyone exactly. listening from Asia or whatever, that might exactly. totally differ now. Yeah. And I think, I mean, there are many things that may be completely normal in Germany. And that some Romanian family would be like, what the fuck is this? That's insane. And similarly, there are some things that are totally normal in Romania and, you know, just part of normal day-to-day life. And in Germany, people would be like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Um, you have an example? So, oh, man. I think... You didn't bring um, home an A+. plus. You are shit. <laughs> I'll take out my belt and <laughs> Oh man. Well, I mean, look, that's yeah. that's something that isn't in that gray area, I think. It's just that's that would just be easy to debunk by science and psychology and how it yeah. traumatizes children if they're hit yeah. by their parents and all of that. Um let me let me think of something that's like really in that gray area and that's based on cultural differences. I think Hmm. Hmm. Let me let, let me think. That that's really difficult, man. I honestly don't think I'm 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 gonna be able to come up with something right now. Um, man, oh, I guess that's yeah, that's. I really mean, difficult. the workaholic. Like, if we compare our society society and the Japanese society, like the workaholic aspect. But I guess that's also debunkable. I don't know sure. whether that's that much of a gray area. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, exactly. That's. That's, that's, that's very difficult. Let's but there are, yeah, I, I agree. There are probably <laughs> hundreds of like cases where it's less extreme and so subtle that science can't really, or objectiveness can't really help us further there. And I guess when those differences, I guess both ways are acceptable. I have no idea. Yeah. sure and I, I think there are also quite a few cases where maybe objectively let's not say scientifically maybe objectively one or the other decision is better and just for mm. you personally it makes more sense to go with the decision that doesn't make sense to anybody else i think we talked about that in the intuition episode oh yeah you yeah. know that's also mm-hmm. an aspect i mean people just make different choices and sometimes you can't objectively track why they made a certain choice and why they think that choice is better than the other options but just like the typical trolley problem one person on a track five persons on the track you right objectively you probably know what to do but if you take other stuff into account like your psychology how you will live on with that and blah 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 then it that whole shenanigan gets more difficult (laughs) (laughs) right i mean stuff like that and also you know all all that all those success stories of people who you know went from rags to riches and kind of i mean i think we hear a lot of those stories with like artists actors and singers and such where they're like yeah i was you know i was working at mcdonald's i was working 12-hour shifts and i was just uh taking drugs my whole life and mm-hmm. then I decided to move to Hollywood and become an actor. And every sane person would be like, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Go to university or something, get a job and <laughs> stop with taking drugs. 
and somehow they became successful and now they don't have yeah. those problems anymore and i mean of course those are those are top point point zero zero one percent of cases but there are some cases like that and those cases don't really care about um, what's objectively better or what other people think is better or what studies have said um, I mean even that whole thing of e of becoming famous and uh, becoming a multi-billionaire the probability of getting there is like I don't know how how small it is but still people mm. attempt to do it and try it and some people succeed and yeah. therefore it doesn't really defy it does defy any kind of objective measure but people still go for it and then the question is well how do you balance that <laughs> how to balance science and that kind of stuff and also not kind of taking people's hope away i mean if there weren't people like i don't know elon musk and such who are just insane in a good way and believe that they could <laughs> pull off the impossible then you know innovation wouldn't exist scientific advancement wouldn't exist if there weren't people who believed mm. that something was possible and all of that it sounds very cheesy but i think it's it's just a very hard topic to tackle to to balance between educating people and i don't know maybe not only with science also just all those hundreds of years of philosophy and principles of what makes a good and happy and successful life to balance that and just personal personal opinions and cultural differences and all of that and it's all a topic and let, let's leave that to the philosophers out there <laughs> we're just two <laughs> dumb students yep. from germany talking exactly oh man don't bring yourself down that much well no but nice monologue <laughs> nice thoughts um um yeah opening the boxes to lots of topics and closing them again yeah, for <laughs> right. discussion for you guys out there. The second thing you asked me about, man, was uh, which I still have written down, was the um, freedom of speech thing. Where you said, um, right. as long as it's not calling for action, um, in the sense of your example you gave, like um, it's okay to. <laughs> well, legally speaking, let's put it that way, it's okay to to say, okay, black people are shit. Um, but it gets a problem when you call for action trying to uh, get people to kill a black person, as an yeah. example. Um, whether I agree... The question was whether I agree with that, right? So... Yeah. I mean, the... the very the problem lies in nature of um am i am i able to prevent this stuff if i if i act earlier down the line where people are creating those stupid narratives when i already engage in there or is actually freedom of speech valued higher or better uh more important than um that preventing aspect and i should actually act uh further down the line and not earlier and prevent like and prevent and uh, not prevent cases where where the violence swings over too quickly where people are actually killed because of it and that's, I guess, also a very philosophical question <laughs> sure. of how you should act. Um, that specific example, I'd also say I, I, I'd agree with, with your opinion. I mean, it's, it, it definitely is, is an opinion I do not share, and that is very shitty. But... Um, As long as that problem is contained to a, let's say, rather limited group of people and doesn't become a structural or institutional even problem, which we talked about, <laughs> um, yeah. it is protected under the freedom of speech, I guess. 
Right. Yeah. What, what exactly do you mean if it, if it becomes structural or institutional? What exactly do you mean? Okay, connection is back. Um, what exactly I mean with that, it's, I guess, I guess you would agree that it is not acceptable if 100% of the population um, agree on the fact that uh, their race is superior or their skin color is superior to that of black people. Okay. Oh, is this yeah, that a problem? A... That, that's, I guess, a problem, right? Um, well, well, you know, okay, by the definition of freedom of speech, mm-hmm. that would actually, I mean, that's not my opinion, of, that, that would be shitty, but if that were to happen, then as long as it doesn't manifest into action, as long as, again, let's take yes, Nazi Germany. Yes, but I, it would, yeah, okay, okay, by the very definition of it, yes, that would be acceptable, but I think... Um, if everyone in society would be thinking that way, then we'd also see like consequences of it institutionally and um, in in interpersonal relationships um, spread throughout the whole country where um, black people are systematically uh, disadvantaged in every um, aspect of, 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 of life, I guess. And by the definition of it, if that was only the opinion of the people and that wouldn't manifest itself into actual disadvantages, then okay, that's protected under freedom of speech. Problem is, yeah. obviously, those narratives like uh, um, create uh, secondary narratives that are more extreme, especially if you find resonance with uh, other people. Exactly. And then yeah. it's becoming a problem. And... Yeah, and then it you cannot neglect you cannot neglect that fact. So, you yeah. I guess you have to act. You have to act, um, <laughs> and that's very a very gray zone. I agree, but if if something like that starts to become a a narrative that is popular in, in society, then you. Hmm, and popular, that's a thing you have to define. I don't know, 10% of people, 20, who knows, 1%. Um, right. Then you have to act. Because if you do not act now, there is a lot of harm created down the line, I guess. <laughs> um, that's also like the the way in Germany um, parties, like uh, very extreme parties that are not... Um, on the foundation of the German constitution um, are handled. If, if very, for example, very far right-wing parties become too popular, then they, it's possible to, uh, how do you say, for, forbid them uh, to, yeah, right. to, yeah. to yeah. <laughs> not allow them to exist anymore, kind of, <laughs> if they're becoming too popular. Um but that usually isn't done because they are not popular enough for that. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. As you and said, it's it's a very gray area. It's very difficult. Yeah. And honestly, again, by definition, if 100% of the population in Germany, for example, thought that black people were shit, but that, and if that were to not manifest in any yes. way in society, then that would be totally okay. And yep. I, I actually think that most people would actually be capable of doing that. I mean, sure, I have my opinions and I have my perspectives on things. And that doesn't mean that I treat people who disagree with me any differently and with any less respect. Um, especially if they treat me with the same respect, you know, then it can produce very productive conversations. Um, but wait a sec. <laughs> what's, what's the meta laptop? Gosh, okay. Don't um, die on him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, as you talked about, if it becomes very popular and leads to, for example, the oppression of a certain group, 
I actually started to think about, and it's I know it's going to be very controversial, and people don't like when, yeah, when out, people man. say throw that. It but it's protected under the freedom of speech. <laughs> yeah, it is for now at least. Um, <laughs> right. We have to um, make our podcast more popular to be watched by the um, uh, what? By Spotify police, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, what I wanted to say is that I actually started to think about what you said, if it becomes popular enough as to lead to some kind of oppression or discrimination against other people, Mm -hmm. I actually thought about that whole transgender LGBTQ discussions. Because, and that's, I don't know how objective that is, but as far as I've seen and heard and even experienced, in Germany, for example, in today's society, if if, if you were to put out a video on Instagram talking about our perspectives on let's say the lgbtq community and specifically yep. saying that i don't i don't particularly like the movement as a political ideology um i think everyone should be treated with the same respect but it doesn't mean that i suddenly believe that men are women and women are men and that, that they're the same they're just biological mm-hmm. differences there's a science period i'm pretty sure i would be cancelled exactly <laughs> yeah and that for me is and and let's take the other example. Someone were to put up a video on Instagram talking about how they love the LGBTQ community and how every white person is racist. Nobody would take that down. Hmm. So for me, it it's already reached a point. So you're in the trying Western to world. argue for <clears throat> okay, um, there is a certain amount of people out there that are trying to limit uh, your freedom of speech. That's why the state should try to. <laughs> act against that group no 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 and no, extreme no. I, case or I, I mean you I'd could really argue like that because that's the same could, argumentation we used for people who didn't like black people right right no you absolutely could i mean that's basically what the whole lgbtq leftist movement is trying to do to kind of convince the government mm. to put certain rules and laws in place um which is understandable i heavily disagree with that but it's understandable i think the first instinct is to go to the government and say hey fix that i feel Mm -hmm. oppressed and i feel oppressed by quite a few people and it's become popular to oppress me let's say i want you to change this but i don't think that's the reasonably reasonable thing to do and uh, what i wanted to get at with the example of if i were to put up a video with my opinion and somebody from let's say somebody more liberal were put out were to put up a video with their opinion uh they would be celebrated and i would be cancelled most likely yes um so the question arises aren't we already at a stage where a certain minority has gained such popularity amongst even the big media channels that let's say people like me in quotes can't really say what they think uh, even if they say it as respectfully as yeah, possible that's, and as objectively that's the problem of cancel possible. culture yes exactly that's the problem of cancel culture but the interesting interesting thing is that people most people who disagree with me don't really see that as a problem because they think yeah fuck freedom of speech you've just offended me because you said that men aren't yeah. women and women aren't men so the question now is how the fuck do you solve that <laughs> how do you find the balance between everyone being able to share their opinions everyone being based in facts not not no not everyone being based in facts societal rules and laws being based in biological and scientific facts while still not oppressing anyone who disagree with those you know that's the whole question and that's not something i'm able to solve i mean Is there is there actually that big of a problem here? I mean, the biggest problem is you are you are as the person who posts about not liking transgender people or whatever. Or, um, <laughs> no, you no, no. Are, wait, 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 wait. Just to clarify, <laughs> I it's, I'm going I don't with your example. With, no, no, I I'm going with your example and not with your opinion here. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, clarify. Yeah, sure. But just, just, just to clarify, because I, I yeah. know people love to misunderstand things. Yeah, people love um, to understand stuff exactly how it's said and take that snippet of the podcast and repost. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I don't have any problem with any member of 
the LGBTQ community or whatever. Yeah, you just said like you don't care. I have a, <laughs> I really, I really couldn't awesome. care less. <laughs> uh, <either laughs> yeah, way, I really so. couldn't care less. Like just live your life and yeah. do whatever makes you happy. I don't want but to doubt that. Again, <laughs> in in cases like you know forcing children to transition and stuff like that that's just a line cross for me and that's just borderline child abuse and that's what i disagree with and i disagree with the whole uh like so no no no, not how is it called socialist slash communist ideology behind it and kind of giving the state more control to control what you're allowed to say and think and do that's what i have a problem with but anyway go ahead with with your example so what was what was your problem again with cancel culture here? <laughs> um, we arrived at that point where I'm questioning everything. <laughs> right. No, but um, sorry. What what was the problem again? Actually, uh, that a certain minority has too much power about you, whereas you are actually still on the ground of freedom of speech. Not no no not exactly. It's not the problem that a minority has certain power. It's more the problem that the power they have is not based on science and on objective truths. And they try to force other people to believe in their opinions as if they were facts. Yeah. Is that a problem? In what way? I guess it's protected under freedom of speech, isn't it? Like, what do you mean? Like trying to convince other people of your ideas. However wrong, like not however wrong they are, but as long as they are like okay with the law. Oh, right. Okay, like, okay, I get. Yeah, I get. I get what you mean. Like, no, the aren't they allowed is... to? The problem, I guess, is that we listen to them too much. Like the other eighty percent that don't necessarily ex- share that uh, extreme of an opinion, and the people who are loudest on the internet get recognized the most. <laughs> Right. That is the problem. Well, maybe I don't have I don't have a problem with people, like those people being everywhere and talking about that stuff. I really don't have an issue with that, and I want to have more discourse, and I want people to, of both sides, let's say, to yeah. have discussions. Again, what I have a problem with is if that minority gains real political power and suddenly forces people to believe in that, you know. Mm. And it it would be just as shitty if, um, let's say in quote unquote yep. the other side would do that if suddenly you would force people to not be transgender and to not be gay and all of that you know it's just something that it shouldn't be forced upon you to believe in opinions as if they were facts that's the problem i have if you want to believe yeah no that that's wrong but i think that <clears throat> is also i think that minority can have political power because they are still a certain percentage of our population so they can get that political power according to the percentage of people that share that opinion yeah the, uh, mm. and i also don't think that they will be able to compromise freedom of speech that much because just like we well, are arguing about freedom of speech right now there are um the the judges of the uh, how do you say that in english like the federal court thing or like the german highest court yeah <laughs> what's, what's in the united states i don't know <laughs> there are Not people supreme like that court. supreme court yeah. yeah something like that but only in germany right now they are probably arguing just like we are right now and they will come to the conclusion no you cannot um you cannot force people to uh accept opinions as facts well, yeah, right. but again, that's the thing. Um, you said that you don't think that freedom of speech is compromised. And I think that's what Legally, I do think. not, but in society in general, like you are canceled. Yeah, that's... Yeah, exactly. And that's often based on, as we established before, on real structural problems. Let's just take the Jerome mm-hmm. example. Spotify is a company, it has certain rules and laws and all of that. Yeah. And suddenly because he... I mean, of course, there's also the aspect of spreading misinformation about COVID. That's that's another story. That's problematic. Um, mm. But just because he had some, some opinions on certain topics that Spotify just doesn't agree with, that is structural. And that is, you know... Um, how, how did you say? That is compromised freedom of speech. 
Yep. Um, because if it's okay to say women are men and men are women, then it should also be okay to say, no, that's not true. And <laughs> actually arguing with science. Um, mm. And suddenly if you do that, also in the example of JK Rowling, and even though she didn't even say anything about transgender people, but okay, um, that becomes problematic. You're canceled. Nobody buys your books anymore. Uh, everyone hates you and suddenly transphobic and people maybe don't even invite you to any interviews, none of that anymore. Yep. So I do think that it has been compromised. And in some cases it, it is structural. And even the example of Canada, mm -hmm. again, I'm not sure if that law has passed, but forcing kindergartners to not use any gender pronouns to be gender neutral all the time and to i think even let children i think after they they're done with kindergarten i think when they're six or seven or something like that to let them choose their gender of which there are like yeah. a billion different ones and every day uh, a million new ones come up and suddenly everyone has a different gender um that's just really problematic when it when suddenly mm. the government forces you to do things that are not based in science that are not based on biology and that for which there are no objective truths kind of sustaining them. That's when it becomes problematic. And that's yep. kind of honestly the trend I see because I couldn't care less if somebody doesn't like me because I have certain opinions on the LGBTQ community. I really couldn't care less. But if suddenly the government forces me to act against my beliefs and against science, especially that's when it becomes problematic. And that's where I see the stuff going right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I guess in that case, I guess the Canadian government, uh, if that law passed, and I think it probably hasn't, <laughs> um, if that law passed, then I think they would have made a mistake. Let Just like you described. Yeah. Canada. That's a good no. idea. Um, I mean, I know that a law has passed, uh, or a bill, the bill C-16, I think it was like almost six years ago that it passed and that um, legally forces you to use whatever pronouns people pr prefer, even if they're made yes. up. Yes. Like not not he, she, it, uh, not he, she, it, they. You can even just made up pronouns like Z, they, zer, B, babe, or I don't know, just made up stuff mm. and the government forces you I know that that bill has passed. And the, the, the problem is in which way it forces you. I mean, it forces you legally. I think you can be in prison for it if you don't if you don't use the pronoun um, that a member of the LGBTQ community has chosen for themselves. Uh, like for yeah. example, if there's a man but they want to be referred to as they, whatever that means you're forced to use that pronoun. And if you don't want to use that pronoun because it's just mm -hmm. honestly kind of bullshit, then you, I think you can even be imprisoned. But I'm, I'm sure there's a fine. I think it was yeah. like 30,000... Yeah, $30,000. actually found the article. Mm -hmm. $30,000 award for misuse of gender pronouns. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for me personally, I have no problem with that law because if somebody wants me to talk a certain way with them, then um, I will do that because I go with respect in the conversations with other people. Um, the problem is if they exaggerate with that stuff, I will just not talk to them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it gets too difficult or too annoying for me and whatever. Um, like... But in a reasonable sense, okay, if they want to address, if you want me to address them with uh, certain pronouns, then that's okay. But I guess um, overall, in my German understanding of the of freedom of speech and stuff, I I personally see it as a problem if you are not open for using those pro um, pronouns but in a general uh, freedom of speech understanding i think canada made a mistake there like yeah like well, it's 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 not at all comparable to all those far right wing narratives uh, where you are trying to <laughs> make people kill all the Jews or whatever. 
<lacht> Moment, Spotify will so demonetize the episode <lacht> or whatever possibilities they have. <lacht> with their speech right. AIs. Yeah. Um, but that's not at all at the same level than the really extreme shit that's going on. And that really doesn't fall under freedom of speech anymore. And I... Yeah, <laughs> my, my basic understanding of that is no, and I don't know the bill to the exact wording and whatever. And that is not, <laughs> I guess Canada made a mistake. That's what I want to say. <laughs> right. Yeah, man, it's a whole discussion. I think... And still in the same way, uh, on, on the same level, like, okay, yeah, they are elected representatives and blah, blah, and the majority of sure, people apparently but, you like know, that. Sure, I think there's... There's a much deeper it's problem difficult. behind of that. I mean, maybe maybe a last example because we're already <laughs> quite quite long into the episode. Oh man, it's Ooh, one and a half hours. Sheesh, but it's a good episode. Yes. We, we, can we actually planned on on shorting um, the uh, episode yeah, two parts, cares, but we we opened too many boxes. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I wanted to say is that you know behind that whole gender pronoun stuff and lgbtq stuff is also the question of i think I, an argument i hear often is well if someone went up to you and said you know what i identify as a dog and mm. my pronouns are are wow wow <laughs> or whatever <laughs> well, um li like apart from what you personally think of that mm. why should the government force you to use their preferred pronouns and to treat them as a dog just because they feel like it. Because objectively, biologically, they are not a dog. They are a human being. Um, and I, I think it's wrong to... I mean, sure, you can choose. You can say, okay, sure, you're a dog, you're wah-wah, whatever, um, to not disrespect them or whatever. But I, I think it's different if the government comes in and makes it a legal requirement for you to use their certain pronouns and to i mean honestly if someone comes up to me and says he or she is a dog or a cat or whatever i would say okay well i wouldn't say it but i would think okay that person just has problems and whatever sure he or she mm. is a dog but just don't so please government don't force me to <laughs> to believe that that person is actually a dog and that it's kind of, i mean obviously there's a bit of a provocative example but I think that's kind of what happens in the LGBTQ community, that suddenly you're supposed to believe that a man is a woman and a woman is a man uh, just because they currently think so and the government comes in and makes it, makes it a legal requirement. That's what I have a problem with. I mean, if somebody wants me to refer to them as she or he, even though they're the opposite gender, sure, I don't care, whatever. Uh, not such a big deal. But that's the, that's the difference. It's still within my control and within my choice whether or not I want to use that pronoun or not. Yeah. When the government comes no, in and no, tells okay. you, well, you have to, because if not, you're going to be imprisoned, well, that's an issue. No. No, I agree with you. It's, I think in that case, it's uh, unreasonable um, to do that in interpersonal relationships, try to force people to use certain words or don't use certain words. Um Again, I go with the argumentation that basic respect demands to <laughs> um, demands to at least try to a certain extent to follow the narratives of the other person um, because we have to adjust to each other to interact with each other successfully, right? I mean, um, you're basically... Yes. Um, <laughs> but at, at some point, it's, I, as I said, going too far. The only thing where I see potential for argumentation is um, on everything that's on a state institutional level, um, where certain gender equal speech sh should or could be used. In the private sector, you cannot forbid or do whatever, if, <laughs> or, or um, make people say, well, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but on an institutional level of the state, um, of state institutions, I think the state should try to be inclusive. For... Yes. For... I... 
most groups of people. And most groups of people doesn't include every single minority because that would be bureaucratic mayhem. Um, <laughs> if there are 100 people in Germany identifying as Wawels, then <laughs> yeah. that does not constitute... Um, and that might sound harsh for every Wawel out there that is listening to us <laughs> right now, but um, that does not constitute a minority group that should be paid explicit attention to in the bureaucratic right. system of the institutions. However, if there are, let's say, 500,000 um, transgender people out there in Germany, that, that then that, I guess, constitutes a significant portion of uh, society that can't be neglected. And that, okay. at least on an institutional level, should be included uh, with possibilities to... yeah. <laughs> right have that on your uh, id card or whatever yeah. <laughs> and if there were one million was out there then that's a thing that's running through society and then okay <laughs> mm, yeah well i i really disagree i mean i get your point obviously um yep. but i really really disagree because Ooh. just because suddenly i don't know two million people in germany think they're dogs and that should mean that the state now is required to actually include those people in, I don't know, in their laws, in their gender use, pronoun use, whatever, and ultimately maybe even force the private sector to do so. I don't think neither the private sector nor... As I said, you so should not force the private sector. Um. Well, I think neither the private sector nor, the, nor on a institutional state level should bend to, let's say to people and their subjective perception of themselves if it's not based on any kind of science whatsoever. You know? Because if you do that, if you say, well, if there's a certain threshold, let's say it must be 5% of more of the population and then we include that in our laws. Well, you know, <laughs> that's th that's very dangerous because if now 5% of more people suddenly... Uh, let's say people start identifying as random animals. Does that mean you want to really include them on a state level and say, yeah, those people who are objectively human, who have human DNA, now we are supposed to call them dogs. And maybe someday even people are supposed to call them dogs. That's just insanity. And I think there should be a very clear no, line you, between think, what is scientific and what is not. I think you are arguing from your current standpoint in society. If a hundred years from now half of the population uh, thinks they are dogs, then <laughs> that's the way it is. And yeah, that, well, that's exactly the whole society with. is a hum human system that comes that that values people that the majority of people value. So in that case, I say, yeah, make that. <laughs> make that a thing man <laughs> like basically the same it's the sa exact same thing with religion there is no scientific foundation for it and nevertheless we are protecting religion well there. yeah there's a difference yeah but there's a difference be between protecting that and somehow making it mandatory on a state level it is mandatory on a state level that you cannot uh, discriminate against Judaism well, yeah. or, or whatever I mean, yeah, Religion obviously, but I mean, but I mean, you said and that, for example, if if there's a certain threshold of or percentage of people who identify as whatever, then that should be included, for example, on the state, maybe not in the private sector, but on the state level, and but that's different than saying, hey, look, let's be respectful to everyone, let's not discriminate discriminate against anyone. That's the difference between that and saying, well, you now have to use those pronouns. You, we have to include those pronouns just because honestly some people have gone insane and suddenly believe there's something they're not because usually those people would be put into a mental hospital and treated you know if some, suddenly people start believing they're dogs or believe they hear voices or see ghosts or whatever you know so you say and every christ or every jew out there should be, be put into a mental hospital because there's no scientific basis for a god existing no but i don't that's think that's basically the same thing though like people are believing well, in stuff that scientifically speaking is not there and 
the argument, I guess, is that you science is is one way of addressing our everyday life and coming to conclusions about it and understanding it better. Um, but it's not the only way. <laughs> and yeah, ab as humans, we but have systems in place that are created by humans and whatever humans value and respect um, in a starting from a certain threshold i guess even if it's well well then <laughs> <laughs> that is what we value currently and again yeah. but again i'm not arguing against respecting everyone that's not yeah. it's not the issue i'm arguing for or against i mean that should be a given and mm. no matter how you identify with what you th think you are and whatever i don't care sure i'm gonna respect you because that's just who i am and that's just basic human courtesy but it shouldn't again let's take the example of religion because you you keep you keep taking that <laughs> as, as if it's a counter example yeah it's exactly yep. the same thing some people believe in that everyone should, should be respected but it doesn't mean that for example i don't know in constitutions now suddenly we say we not, not only say god we say god allah uh, jehovah whatever we say every kind of god there is out there and suddenly a I don't know, <clears throat> a 50-page constitution becomes a 5,000-page constitution because you have to include every god every single time you mention it. Yeah, and exactly, you know? we don't do that because we only um, we only use those religions that are most popular in our country about a certain threshold because we cannot pay attention to um, Australian... Um, well, what's it? What's it? What's it? What, what's Uainbun? Uh, the Aboriginal <laughs> yeah. people, you mean? Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, whatever. Indigenous people, yeah, Australian indigenous people, because they are just not represented enough in Germany to <laughs> get that section, I guess. In, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure, but we are I think religion in general, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think we. That's difficult. We kind of. <laughs> I kind of forget honestly what we're arguing for or against. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, your is point is we should not we should not at all include stuff that's not scientifically proven in. Uh, uh, we should not. I don't know what what <laughs> we should not. That's actually a good point. We should clarify what we're arguing for. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we kind of went back the and forth. The state should for not um, pay attention to every point that's not scientifically proven, um, like bowels. <laughs> like they should not right. make well, that not uh, put that into their forums and. Uh, well, the not way they not address pay the attention necessarily, but especially. I mean, you said that from the beginning, Not maybe not the private sector, but I think even on a state level, it's problematic. Because if it's on a state level, at some point, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to you know, swap over into the private sector. Whatever, I think it's just... But that's not the case. Generally. I, I mean, it's for majority, yes, it's the case. But um, like, Just because on a state level, we have equality of religion and stuff, there are still people out there who are against um the the islamic religion <laughs> or judaism right. and some very extreme people and to a certain extent that is still protected by freedom of speech yeah which we have there um and as we established like when it gets really extreme where you call for action for i don't know annihilating a certain part of the population then it's <laughs> not protected by that anymore so we have freedom of speech for the whole state but I guess in my kind of argumentation, um, if a group of people is represented enough in in our country, then at least on a state level, it should be tried to include that group more. Hmm. I'm actually going to have to think about it more because I still... <laughs> yes, I am also not I, sure whether we get anywhere soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. still mm. very uneasy with that argument. Because that would also mean that... Although, I mean, probably not, because that actually harms people. I'm not taking a very provocative example, but that mm. could potentially mean that if 5% of more, for example, of people in Germany are pedophiles, that would mean that they would also be included. I mean, sure, pedophiles um, hurt other people and therefore it probably wouldn't. Yeah. But who I mean, is we to have... say 
but who's to say that for example the whole lgbtq stuff and you know kindergartners telling boys and girls that they can be any one of the 5,000 different genders and that there's no difference between men and women and all of that doesn't isn't any more or less harmful than for example pedophiles or whatever you know mm. that's that's where the issue comes in and that's why i feel very uneasy about it because it's then very easy to say well a lot of people are mass murderers a lot of people are pedophiles let's include them because we're tolerant and we're an inclusive society or whatever well, yes, no, they hurt there, people. there is where um all the other laws that a state usually has comes into play basic human rights and uh, shit well well right. yes for that but for example the example i i talked about with earlier the, with the parent and telling a three-year-old that well he wants to be a girl well no you told him that he wants to be a girl <laughs> or yeah my dogs and yep. and cats are vegetarian no you just give them vegetarian food if you were to put them outside they would always choose you know meat over salad let's be mm. honest um that's yeah. where for um, me i think that's, not only yeah, for that's, me that's a problem mm. my first argumentation maybe maybe before be. before that when it comes to i mean it would be important to educate people on that yes um, always I mean, always man always lgbtq <laughs> community is very big on that yeah we have to educate people and all of that sure but what they miss when they say we want to educate people is that that there can be different opinions. what they believe in well what they believe in is not based on science whatsoever mm. it's merely an opinion they have which is okay if you specifically explicitly state that it is just an opinion objectively there are men and women they are different one has xx chromosomes the other one has xy chromosomes they have different genitalia they have different abilities maybe even statistically mm. speaking different personalities and that's fine there are people who don't identify with either of them there are people who want to change that but that's merely a personal thing and that shouldn't be broadcasted as something completely normal and scientific because it's just not that's the issue i have with media yeah. in general when they talk about that stuff it should be clear hey man it's a, an opinion just like some people believe they're dogs just like some people believe that the earth is flat they can have that opinion. They can be very emotional about it. They can go on interviews and talk about it like it's the most normal th thing. But it is... I don't want to use the word normal because what is normal? But it is not based in science whatsoever and it shouldn't be the basis of educating children. Yeah. With, with the first example you brought up, like trying... Uh, children... Forcing children into into believing that they are boys or girls when they are not. That's difficult. Let's imagine a society where 80% of people think that way. <laughs> um, that's not my opinion. <laughs> Just to clarify again, <laughs> disclaimers as always. But... Sure. Um, I would not share that opinion if 80% of people share, share that opinion. But if, if that was the case, would there actually be a problem? Like if exactly people were mean? raising their, their, their sons as, as girls now and uh, the other way around, if 80% of people would do that, I mean, they can't defy science um, <laughs> in the sense of raising a a girl as if it had the male genitalia. That doesn't make sense, and that would probably also not come around because it's obvious that it's bullshit. Um, but just switching around the all male and female stereotypes that we have right now, like that boys are up for baseball games and stuff. Society could be exactly that way around as well. I could uh, like, I could imagine that. <laughs> like the right. other narratives yeah, were the case. I 
I get your point. I don't see a problem with that. And then there might be like all the biological um, differences, which we uh, or psychological differences we talked about that might take over, and people might see then. Okay, no, actually, um, female, like biologically female uh, people, they tend to be less. uh, Was was it assertive? Then that might swing around again, like um no to create the quote-unquote old system um but i see like overall i don't think i see a problem with that if 80 percent of people think that way and then that's how it is i don't know sure i i also don't have a problem if people think that way or if that's their opinion but the mm. problem arises when again it defies basic biology and there are so many things in biology yeah that just influence the way men and women are different and again that's a good thing (laughs) um (laughs) would be kind of boring if everyone was the same um so yeah there are many biological differences that obviously also influence things like personality preferences um i think a rule of thumb in psychology is that men care more about things and women care more about people. That's where more women are in things like education and all of that. Mm -hmm. And more men are in more technical things in, I don't know, engineering and computer science or whatever. Again, that's just the rule of thumb and that doesn't mean that everyone is like that. But those are just manifestations of biological differences. And if people start to defy that and... Again, I don't have a problem if you as a parent think that way. But if you see that your boy is acting, let's say, stereotypically male Mm. in that he just likes football and likes playing with Lego or whatever, you shouldn't go there and force him to be different just because you want to defy the stereotypes. Because that's who he is. That's what he enjoys. People... Boys yep. don't think about stereotypically male qualities. They have no idea about that. And again, in most studies I've heard of and I've read, the more freedom you give to, especially children, but also older people, the more freedom you give them to just choose whatever they like to, the more those so-called stereotypical differences get more extreme. Because there are just biological differences that manifest themselves in this different aspects. Obviously, mm-hmm. not all of them. Some are a kind of cultural but yeah. again, and I really have to look up that interview. Maybe I can I can send it to you where they talked about that. And they actually talked about that and said that it was, they not only did that in Scandinavia, they also did that in a lot of different countries and cultures. And the results were always the same. And they weren't like little, uh, little different. There were like vast differences between men and women. And the differences got more extreme. So... I think, again, you can believe whatever you want. You can have your opinions. You can disagree with people. Um, You can have discussion. I I think you should have discussions with people who disagree with you and all of that. But you shouldn't portray your opinions as facts if they are not facts and if they are not based on any kind of objective truth or science, let's say, or biology. And especially, especially with children, no matter your political leaning, let them just be children and let them choose for themselves if they happen to act <laughs> if they have to make if they happen to make reasonable choices <laughs> right yep. um if they if a boy happens to not act stereotypically male then let mm. him not act stereotypically male that means maybe yep. he's more interested in ballet there are a lot of men who dance ballet so what you know those are just the preferences that that's who they are but at least they have they had the opportunity to choose for themselves and weren't forced by the children or by the teachers to do that just because now everything has to be gender neutral and you have to force children one one way or the other. Mm. Um, But again, man, that's such a big topic and I think slowly we can, we can, uh, we can end this, (laughs) wrap it up. Unless you want to say something, I don't want to cut you off. You don't want to cut me off. I know the funny thing, like regarding going back to my thought experiment as as an answer to what you just said. The funny thing is I 
I guess. Those whole role images could be switched and going against biology. And children obviously are not choosing their role images consciously, but subconsciously from what their parents try to tell them. And I could um, completely imagine it also being the wrong, uh, what's, a, what's the wrong way around, but the other way around um, of trying to raise boys as uh, with female um, traits which goes against their biology, but just by the role image you play, I think you could override those uh, biological traits <laughs> uh, to a certain extent. Yeah, absolutely. And if that was the case in our society, then that would be accepted. And I think there are a lot of examples that are not that extreme. Um, where we might also be acting against biology a bit um sure yeah i yeah. i get that but that doesn't make it right <laughs> at least not not from my perspective yeah but right uh, as i want to say is to a large part consisting out of what society thinks is right and well, that's yes why we and have no. science to figure out if it's what the truth is and where we need to change the stereotypes um, that yeah. are, might be wrong or not, and where we might embrace the differences that are actually there. And yeah. I mean, yeah, yes and no. I mean, <laughs> again, provocative example. You can. <laughs> That's just a stupid example. I'm. I'm gonna. Give <laughs> it. You can. Uh, you can force. More. You can. You can force a dog to learn how to. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe you're some genius biomedical engineer and you can you can grow him um I can I can't speak English anymore, man. What do <laughs> birds have? Wings, right? Wings. wings. Yes. You can grow him wings Peaks. and can teach him Peaks. how to fly. Does that make him a bird? Probably not. I mean he can fly, he doesn't defy any dog stereotypes, but that doesn't make it right. And most people would probably look at that so, and be like, dude, just let him be a dog. He's ooh, a dog. You. He was born a dog. Yeah. And that's biology. And he's supposed to do dog things, not fly t through the air. Um, I mean, again, it's a stupid example, I know. You but just in opened the a whole uh, philosophical <laughs> box right here of what are things and are the things just the things we try to call them? And <laughs> is there some <laughs> actual real essence behind things and what are things supposed I mean, to do and sure, we don't, sure <laughs> i think sure, we don't sure. want to open that but but again yeah. no I, but again i really like to focus on biology and on science mm. on that and there are differences and those differences should be celebrated and if doesn't someone doesn't yeah. fit maybe a certain stereotype that should also be um, celebrated but mm. only if it's their decision to do so and to be that way and not if it's influenced by the parents for example because they have some political agenda and want to instill into their boys to be feminists or whatever you know let them choose yeah. treat them right teach them the right principles set them up for success and let them make their own decisions uh, once they're old enough to do so i mean sure a five or six year old will probably make stupid decision if you don't control him you know mm -hmm. he will probably try to jump from the window because he thinks it's funny or he saw it on tv <laughs> you know there must be <laughs> a clear line to, there yeah. obviously yeah. but yeah man maybe maybe one day we we talk about that stuff when we have kids and be oh, like oh man i would love that so hard. <laughs> i would love that yes uh, i think to wrap it up, the best antidote against everything is critical thinking. And yes, whenever you do that, and whenever you try to also use tools of science, I guess, reasonable thinking, then decision, blah, blah, English, the decision you take cannot be that wrong altogether. Absolutely. And also, and I think it's important. I guess R related to that. <laughs> I'm jumping in yeah, again. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Go sorry, ahead. sorry. Go ahead. We're ending it. But you just reminded me. I think, yeah, critical thinking, absolutely. But related to that, uh, I mean, sitting in a room full of people who agree with you on every single thing isn't really critical thinking. Nope. You know, it's just, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just more ideology. So it's very important to discuss with people who are 
who have different opinions and who view things differently. I mean, even and you yourself and me, take the opposite opinion, just like we did in the podcast. Mm. Um, lots of times, like imagine this dystopian world where everyone exactly. is wow, wow. And exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. sure. I'm, I'm surely we have some, I mean, I think the differences regarding that topic aren't that vast between us, but there are some things where we maybe disagree with. I, I think it's very important to understand where the person is coming from, to keep an open mind, to, think critically mm. and to really attempt to understand the other person rather than just trying to push your own agenda and ideology because yes. that's no good and that's gonna leave you nowhere and on that dude it's two hours <laughs> what the hell man no just <laughs> i actually came up with something i still wanted to ask you me can split the episode <laughs> <Sure>. in two <laughs> because that was also a topic and on the beginning of the podcast and that might be a bit funnier right now of a topic man if you were trapped in the room like for five hours or so with in uh with a person and you could choose whether it is a very extreme like left-wing environmentalist uh uh, heal the earth, uh, Karen, and the very <laughs> <laughs> right-wing um, Nazi that wants to eradicate the Jewish religion and expand Germany into the East. Which one would you rather argue about? Wow. With? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's one hell of a question. Yes. Gosh. I mean, I'm probably very influenced by the discussion we just had. Yeah. And I think I would choose the leftist person um, just because I think I'm a lot more interested as of now in those kind of topics like transgenderism, LGBTQ, um, all of that. I think I'm just currently much more interested in that. And I w would be really curious to, I mean, you didn't mention if that person actually wants to discuss or if it's just someone who will who will uh, <laughs> that's kind the, of that's cry the point, and yeah. scream and all of that that's the point. but i still i still would choose that person and try to really mm. understand where they're coming from and try to you know maybe even 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 convince them or at least uh, moderate them mm. in in certain aspects but yeah, man, it's a difficult question. I mean, both would be very interesting. I think that that would be very interesting discussions. I mean, the right wing guy would probably just kill me right there and then and there. No, no, you wouldn't do that. You would just discuss. And afterwards, you can take him to the party king lot or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Keep you safe there. But no. yeah, yeah, probably the leftist person. What about you, though? Who I would, would choose you? the right wing person because there I know, man, mm, that. And well, obviously, I don't want to generalize here and whatever. But I guess <laughs> then I would absolutely know that his opinion is like wrong, and I could, I, I, I wouldn't have difficulties with myself or that much self-doubt arguing against that person, because I knew right. that most of it would be bullshit. Whereas if I was uh, arguing with an environmentalist, Karen, it just would be an annoying time <laughs> um, <laughs> where I am criticized for not walking to uni because um, actually taking public transport is also creating CO2. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, which would just be annoying and they would want to create doubt in me for every single thing um, I want, I would be doing. Um and actually, like to a certain extent, we all want to be like uh, environmentally friendly and all of that. <laughs> um, but, but that Karen would probably annoy me so much <laughs> and create so much doubt. <laughs> right. And yeah, I mean, yeah, she's right. You could walk to uni. Um, now every day because that's actually more environmentally friendly like yes that's true <laughs> where do i draw the yeah. line now from what is still acceptable and not and exactly. that creates so much effort exactly. to come up with where <laughs> i want to draw the line and where i want to come up with um sure. my opinion <laughs> in all those cases and then there still would be the karen who would argue against me there um 
that I absolutely don't want to argue with that person. Whereas with the far right wing Nazi, I know that no, it's not okay to <laughs> to eradicate right. other people <laughs> and they're right. <laughs> the Karen would probably tell you, you know? I mean you could you could just go and live in a jungle and just eat plants all the time. I mean you could if you really wanted yes, to save the environment yes. and you're like, sure, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic. Yeah, here. an extreme example. It's true, but it's not a feasible approach. And you need to draw the line somewhere. And sure, I don't want I mean, to come up with that. You could, you could call her out and be like, "Why aren't you living in a jungle and just eating plants?" Yeah, all the time? sure. Oh well, I have kids, and why do we have kids? Because that increases oh, the CO two output. Yeah. <laughs> kids are devils, Boris. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. Oh man, I hope uh, I, I hope, hope that ends the whole discussion <laughs> on a funnier episode. <laughs> Uh, on your tone tone yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely man it was a pleasure really interesting yes. to our discussion here and I hope I the listeners it. out there enjoyed it as well and just as much as we did and if you have any feedback or whatever you can shoot us an email and tell us how great we are and other than that feel free to leave reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and whatever platform you're listening to and as always hope you guys tune in for next week's episode bye 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 guys bye.